0: The church presents to us once again this day the person and figure of John the Baptist. John, it could be said, is somewhat of a curious figure, bold, tireless, committed, self-effacing, possibly eccentric, living in the desert. He is consumed by his mission received from God He is set apart from the womb of his mother Elizabeth to prepare for the coming of the Messiah and then to announce the presence of the Messiah. His preaching is direct and clear, difficult and uncomfortable. His message, conversion, reformation of life, repentance, reconciliation with God, discipleship, Transformation in Christ Jesus St. John the Baptist is the last of the Old Testament prophets and together with the Blessed Mother and St. Joseph he is the first of the New Testament figures to recognize Jesus as the Lamb of God as the Redeemer of God's holy people he challenges his hearers to make radical changes in their lives, to turn from sin and to live for God, to live honest and just lives, to live, think, breathe, and act informed by Christ and the kingdom of God, to live holy lives after the very pattern of our Lord Jesus Christ. Saint John lived and preached in the desert. He was formed by an austere and ascetic life of simplicity and of prayer. In biblical terms, the desert is understood as a place of divine new beginnings and purification. Think of the Exodus. It is a place to encounter God. Think of the prophetic literature which speaks of God luring the faithful into the desert to speak to their hearts. The desert is an abode of the devil and of the evil spirits. Think of the temptation of Christ in the desert. And in the monastic tradition, it is a place of warfare, a place to wage a two-fold fight against sin and evil and for God. Following then in the footsteps of St. John, the desert wilderness is a place where through the centuries monks and nuns have heard the voice and call of God drawing them unto himself and speaking lovingly to their hearts. Our modern desert, the city, is indeed the abode of the devil and the evil spirits. It is the desert of, like the desert of old, it is a place of spiritual combat. It is likewise, though, a graced meeting place with God, a God who calls us unto himself, who speaks to our hearts, who purifies and reconciles us. It is likewise a place to contemplate the face of God and to live out and deepen our baptismal commitments. In today's desert, we can discover the face of Christ, the icon of the Father himself. We see the face of Christ in one another, in the poor, in the marginalized, the immigrant, the outcast of society, in the lonely, the fearful, as well as in beauty, love and kindness, generosity, and the faith of others. Heeding the message of the Baptist, being allured to the desert by God, the words of St. Paul ring true. We will rejoice in the Lord, for our lives will be marked by a gift of serenity and interior peace as we listen to the Lord and surrender to God's providence and love. Our search for God, our combat with evil and sin, our lives in the desert will lead us to the way of peace as promised by God, filling us then with this peace of God. Our life a life in the desert will enable us to give clear, concrete, and, cons- and convincing signs of the conversion and repentance which we embrace, which mark our lives. We will be different. Our ways of acting will not mimic the world's ways. We will emulate Christ in all that we are about. Let us then ask for the grace that we need, the grace to hear the preaching of John the Baptist, to keep our hearts and lives watching and waiting, and to cooperate with God's grace of conversion and the reformation of our lives.